there. Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, Renee. Hey, girl. Hey. How you doing? I am good. How you doing? I'm good. I'm zipping and zooming it. <laughs> <laughs> I love to do that, Wendy Williams. I love when she does that. Zipping and zooming it. <laughs> oh, Lordy. I'm doing fabulous. I am feeling powerful yes. on today. Um, how about you? What's what's giving you life this week? What's giving me life this week is hashtag summertime shy. We got a few more months, boo. I know, but <laughs> I'm just looking forward to it because this weather has just not been cooperating. Oh my god. Spring has not sprung and I'm feeling some type of way about that. It's so horrible. So I'm looking forward to summertime shy because I know what I want to do. I got my whole summer planned out. I'm doing all these things that I've been wanting to do, be a tourist in my own city. I'm going to go on the boat tours, the bus tours, museums, art exhibits, um, festivals, music, live music. I'm doing all of that this summer. All of it. I'm going to the beach once a month. All of that. Ooh, sign me up. Come on. You do a lot of those things, though. We went to festivals. We did a beach party last summer. We did one beach party. Well, two. No, we did one, and then we did one before the year before with just me and you because nobody, oh, yeah, none yeah, of our friends, fun. our friends was tripping. So we was like, D- "Bye, we going by ourselves." Right. And then last year we did a beach party because it was my birthday. Yeah. But this year, like, I want to go to go, like, once a month, to the next level. Yes. And whoever want to come, y'all welcome to join. I can announce it, and y'all can come. That is one of the favorite things about Chicago. I remember uh, when I was moving here. The realtor saying, you know, Chicago is one of those cities where if it was summertime year round, all of America would be living here. Right. Like because of the weather is is what keeps it um, from being like, a, you know, a more populated city, even though it's the third largest city in America. Um, but those three short months, man, we got to soak it all in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited about Summertime Shot as well. I actually have uh, my friends, the crew, we call ourselves. Um, a lot of us go back to even like grade school together, but um, for sure, like all high school um, classmates are planning to come up and visit me Labor Day weekend. And funny enough, all of them have been to Chicago at different times. It's like mm-hmm. a group of like eight. When I first moved here, like, four of the girls, like, came to visit, and we did, like, Taste of Chicago. Then, like, the other time, one guy friend came to visit, like, the next summer, and then another time, like, different times, you know, another one of my guy friends came up, another one of the girls, like, came up separately for something Mm -hmm. else when she was in school in Michigan. So, it was like, we need to, like, all come together and do, like, a trip or whatever. And we've done trips before. We went to, like, Vegas as a crew. A couple of us have traveled internationally. We were talking about doing another domestic trip, and somebody was like, I want to come back to Chicago in the summer or whatever, so I need to start helping them plan and 
find us an Airbnb because I would love if all of y'all could fit in my house, but y'all know y'all can't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm going to be excited about that this summer, hosting my friends. Y'all gonna be like uh, girls trip when they have their jackets and y'all you, you guys Lots jackets got right y'all gonna have the crew <laughs> we should get some cheesy like that mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so let's get into this week's episode then what are we talking about Renee man I've been dying to talk about this this is all about build a body. Mm. Like Mrs. Potato Head kind of sort of thing is oh, what I call it. No Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> you can build a boo. You can build a boo. You can build a body. You can build dang near anything in this world today. Modern technology, shoot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Mrs. Potato Head. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, so this is kind of centered around cosmetic surgery, right? Yep. One of the things that stood out to me was, I was like, oh my God, I remember when they had that episode on She's Gotta Have It, the Netflix series, mm-hmm. series where they had the one, um, I think it was episode three, it might have been, and it was called Booty Full. And it was uh, in parentheses self acceptance. So for those of you who haven't watched it, sorry. Here comes the big. Uh, I'm gonna ruin spoiler it. For, right, spoiler alert. I'm gonna ruin it for you. But Nola, who's the star of the show, uh, her friend wanted to. Nola did a painting of her friend to show her um, of who she was, and she wanted to enter it into this contest. And so her friend was like, kind of like upset with her because she was like, I want you to paint me with a bigger booty. Because she was all, she was this dancer, she had an amazing body, but her butt wasn't as big and as plentiful as some of the other dancers at this um, strip club that she worked at. So she was a waitress at the strip club, and she wanted to make more money, and the only way to do that was to get on stage and be a dancer. Even though her moves were great, um, the guy, the owner told her, no, you can't until you your butt gets big. Mm-hmm. And so the only way she felt like she could do that was by getting illegal butt injections. So she got illegal butt injections out because of Because that's all she could afford. I right. Guess. She well. try to get them illegal, but that's just like... Get it financed. I mean, right. you gotta get them... If you, you gonna do get it right. right. Exactly. the point, yeah. Get a loan. Something. <laughs> so she went and got these illegal butt injections that are um, out of this lady's mm. house. Um, and it was in... Not that there's anything wrong with the projects, but it was in the projects. It was in the, this lady's kitchen. Was, I think it was a motel. Was it a motel? I think they were like renting a motel. It was a yeah. nasty, dirty motel. Whatever it was, it just wasn't, it, it wasn't clean. The environment right. on the inside was not clean at all. And it wasn't sterile. And she was injecting this stuff inside of her butt, which made it get so bigger. Long. And when she, um, Got this big butt. She was able to dance. She was excited. She was happy. She danced for a couple of weeks. Then she fell on her butt literally and busted her butt and and splattered everywhere. (laughs) Oh, the silicone. Yes. And she almost died from it. Mm -hmm. And so this starts that conversation of building that body, creating Mrs. Potato Head. Why Why are we not happy with the body that God gave us? I mean, I know I'm guilty of not being happy with some of the things on me. But we're able to change those things. So let's talk about it. 
Yeah, and I mean, that's from Netflix, but that's, and you like you said, she almost died. There are women who have died mm-hmm. from illegal butt injections. I watched this very sad story about a young girl who went down to Atlanta. Same exact scenario. It was like they they did meet this woman at a house. And it was like she got an infection from it because they put too much silicone in there. And she started to lose all of her bodily functions. Wow. Um, she, you know, basically went into cardiac arrest. All of her organs fell and she died. Mm. And she was a beautiful girl, already had a great body, but she was convinced that that was not enough and similar to... She wanted, her and her friend wanted to be uh, curvy models and do, uh, like, rap videos and things like that. And the girls that they saw that were doing that had these, like, stacked bodies that were built. And they were like, well, this is where I went to get it done, you know? False representation. And though that, thank God, they caught that woman who did that. That woman is serving jail time, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you kill somebody, but... These are the lengths that people are going to, right? Um, and so I was looking at do something.org and they were saying uh, in a survey, they said 40% of women and 20% of men agreed they would consider cosmetic surgery in the future. Um, and they were like, this stat was constant across gender, age, marital status, and race. So this isn't like a black thing or a white thing or because we can talk about celebrities of all races and people mm-hmm. that we know of all races um, that, you know, people are open to cosmetic surgery. I mean, does it have to be a bad thing? You know, this is an extreme case, but is a little nose job or a little nip and tuck. Could it hurt you? I mean, it can if you're not going to the right place. Right. And it also can hurt you is that if it doesn't turn out right. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that do to your your mental state? Yeah. Because you've got to live with that for the rest of your life. I think it's something that you just really need to, like, think long and hard about. I, I'm going to will, be willing to admit that cosmetic surgery, plastic surgery, however you want to refer to it, is something that I... Like, right now, I'm like, okay, I'm good. But in the future, as I think about as I age, as I think about when I have a child, there are a few things that I don't want to just totally, like, close the door on that I would be open to. You know, I don't want to go crazy. I'm not trying to, like, create a body. Well, actually, y'all, hold on. (laughs) Now that she thinks about it. Now when I think about it, okay, this is... (laughs) I'm not going to go this far, but I always say my perfect body is Jada Pinkett's arms, Gabrielle Union's booty, and Beyonce's thighs. (laughs) Maybe I should build that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to do that, but I may consider a little lift somewhere after I'm done having children. I may consider a little, like, tuck. As I get into my 70s, and I may consider a little tuck after I pop out a baby, too. Your stomach just ain't the same. Very true. Now, <laughs> and I, too, to your point, want to make sure to go about that very wisely. Yes. Um, but it's not something that I'm closed off to at all. I'm not saying that I'm opposed to it by any means, because absolutely, I'm... I'm have some vanity in me. I mean, uh-huh. there I, I, I've been in the beauty industry for most of my career, adult career. So, um, 
do I do vain things? Absolutely. I just recently got my brows microbladed. And because I didn't have, that's a form of, yeah, absolutely. So I got those, you know, that's enhancement and it's one of the best things I've ever done. I'm so excited and so happy that I did it. It, the brows frame the face and it makes me feel so much better about like going makeup list. Like I never had a problem with not wearing makeup, but it's rare that you catch me out without wearing makeup one because that's my brand is all about beauty. So I feel like I need to represent my brand, but Right now, I feel like I would definitely go out. Like, there have been times where I remember a friend of mine, he likes to video conference a lot. Mm-hmm. And the last couple of times, it was like either a headscarf and a bonnet and no makeup. Mm-hmm. Good morning. How you doing? Because the brows are together now. Yes. <laughs> Ain't no makeup on. I don't need none of My brows done. <laughs> so... I get it. I understand it. However, I went to someone that was reputable, somebody that I trusted, that I knew had been doing this for a while. I've seen her work, so I'm good. And so I know how it can help boost self-esteem. Um, and so speaking of self-esteem, um, that I think that is part of this. Um, Dove also did a study, and um, they were... In a sense, from that study, like, they ranked the percentage of women who feel body confident, right? And they had this all ranked by country, actually. So they surveyed um, women in 13 countries, um, United States being one of them, and then South Africa, like Turkey, China, the UK, Japan, Canada, and um, to see how they felt about their body confidence, Um, At the top of the list were South African women. 64% of them reported feeling body confident. The lowest was actually Japan at 8%. Hmm. The U.S. were somewhere um, kind of near the end too. Only 24% of women feel body confident. And it would be interesting, I wonder like how many of those women maybe already have had some type of, you know, plastic surgery. And um, that's helping them to feel a little more confident, right? But um, what I found interesting is that Australia was pretty low on the list. And 89% of the Australian women that were interviewed admitted to counseling plans, opting out of job interviews. Now that's just crazy. And other important engagements all because of the way that they looked. I'm sorry, y'all, and, you know, I think that's crazy, and if I'm offended anybody, so be it. I'm not missing out on a job because I don't feel pretty. Yeah, they said, and to your point, what you brought up is about esteem, Mm -hmm. you know? So much of our esteem is connected to how we feel about ourselves, and sometimes how we feel about ourselves is related to our bodies. Um, And so because they had such low body confidence... I can see where that's coming from. I would not, I would like to think that I would not do that either, but I know what that's like when you feel, don't feel comfortable in your skin. You think everybody's looking at that. Okay, I, I, let me speak to that because I have experience with that and recent experience with it. So I have been out of a job for um, quite some time and I was um, looking for a job to go back into the beauty industry because I had been out of it for like a year or so. So I was ready to go back. And during the time that I was out of a job, I'd made some decisions to cut some things um, out of my expenses. And one of them was my hair. Mm -hmm. 
I was like, I can do my hair on my own. I know how to do it. Not realizing that it was going to break off. I was going to have these issues with it. I started like cutting it on my own. I did this for like a year. And I was like, okay, if I just trim the ends, I could get the split ends. And it, it will be okay. Mm-hmm. My hair was so freaking jacked up. Mm. But I hid it because, one, people, you know, most people don't realize that, number one. And number two, if you have confidence in other places, that hides that. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you that when I did this one interview with this hair care company and we had a Skype interview, I was so freaking self-conscious of my hair. Mm. Because I was like, here I am interviewing for a hair care company and my hair looks like crap. And you probably figured that's what they were looking at. Right, absolutely. And then, not only that, I ended up going to go work for a hair care company with who I work for now. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go into these salons trying to sell hair care products and my hair looks a mess. So it took me a while to feel confident about myself and what I and, and to sell those products to when my hair started to come back. So I went and started getting my hair done every single week in order to, you know, appear like my hair looked better. And I remember even a, a customer, to, a potential customer told me, he's like, you need to get your hair done. Ooh. Yes. Well. So I, I get it. I understand that. However, you can't make that stop your life. And you have to find something else to bring you up and pull you stronger. Because had I let that affect me in a negative way, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a job today. Yeah. So when does all of this go too far? So so you're you're somebody who either wants to emulate a celebrity or you have low self-esteem, body confidence issues. And now you're doing like the girl in the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Like... Did she take it too far? I mean, like you said, the means that she went about it, you know, were illegal, you know, so desperate for it that she put her health in harm, you Mm -hmm. know? I mean, I think that we need to stop at some point and say, is my life going to be in danger if I do this? What are my health? What's my health like today? And how is that going to change if I get this done? Am I healthy enough to, to get this done? And then when I get it done, what are my risk? And I think sometimes we're just so excited with the me, 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 now, 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 instant gratification that we don't think about those things down the line of how is this going to affect me in the future. Um, one of the people who have done that was Kay Michelle. She recently removed her butt implants. Mm. Um, and, you know, Kay Michelle, she was one that was like, really proud of her butt and she gave her butt her she calls her butt betsy by the way i don't know if you guys know that but she gave it a name yeah so she says this betsy is she posted on instagram a a couple of uh when she first got it done betsy is smaller but she still makes a statement sometimes less is more not finished yet but feeling liberated getting my back to myself and the reason why she said that she did it was that she felt like she was not she knew that her career was going in a different direction, mm-hmm. um, meaning that she was wanting to do things like movies. She wanted to um, work with different artists, and she felt like people were looking at her butt and like staring at her butt, and she was being typecast. And she was like, her bottom was so heavy, and it was also giving her health problems. And so she wanted a normal shape. 
and she wanted to make sure that people weren't just looking at her for what her body was, but for the role that she could play. She was like, I can't be trying to interview, um, not interview, but go out for the role of Jurassic Park oh. and be in Jurassic Park and I can't get through the jungle because my butt's too heavy. Oh, God. That's a word. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, she says, you know, she wouldn't be able to get anywhere because dinosaurs going to come and eat her because she can't move. Dang. She said she couldn't wear designer clothes and she was like, because they couldn't fit into her body shape. Wow. It became issues for her. She was like, she just had so many issues and she got tired of it. And so, um, she started to do different, go up. She decided to go and get, um, her implants removed and make her butt smaller. So now Betsy is smaller and she feels better about herself. Hi, so Betsy. for someone who felt better about getting the implants, as she went down the line and started to see herself, she felt better, even more better getting them removed than she had them in. And that's good. Mm-hmm. And and she was probably in a different place when she got them, like she said, the first time around versus um, where she is now and realizing that, okay, now that my life has like progressed and I want to do these different things, like having this big butt is actually in the <laughs> way instead of like getting me what I thought I wanted, you know? Um, and I do, I mean, I... I would also say, too, like, social media has influenced mm. so much of this, right? It's it's social media, then it's also society's beauty standards, mm-hmm. right? I think about the Kardashians. Like, all of them, maybe that Courtney one hasn't had anything. She looks to appear to be pretty mm. uh, surgery-free, but Chloe, Kim... Lord bless Kylie. You know, they all look like different women when you look at pictures of them when they were younger. Mm -hmm. They have all had enhancements to their lips and their bottoms and eyes and brows and noses or whatever trying to achieve this perfect look. And then you have other young girls and grown women and men, there's this man who like did all these surgeries to, to look, look like Ken. them. Yeah, the Ken doll, right? Mm-hmm. But like, there was one who did it to look like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, he did. Um, now they want to look like them, right? But it's like they were trying to look like somebody else, Kim Kardashian. You know, it's like you're trying to emulate someone who wasn't even happy with themselves, and it goes back to what you were saying in the beginning: is they got Kardashian money for all of that to go to the best doctors. Um, to not make them look as crazy with all those enhancements. But the everyday person who's trying to emulate that maybe doesn't have that. And they're either going in a debt to achieve this. But a lot of that is because of the value that society seems to place on those women. They're all in front of the magazines. They seem mm-hmm. to have the greatest guys. They're all on TV. And so... You know, the system, in a sense, makes it like, this is what you need to look like. And then if you are one of these women that, you know, are in that 80% plus that don't feel confident about yourself, you're going to say, well, maybe if I had a butt like Chloe's and lips like Kylie's, I can get the guy that I've been wanting. I can, you know, make money. And so I'm going to go out and do that, you know. And one day you're going to get old. And what's going to happen then? That's all I want to know. 
But yeah, I it's do want to look funny, right? And I do want to speak to part of that with the the Kardashians. Is I remember when Kylie first did her lips, and she denied, 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 and said that no, I'm I didn't get my lips done. It is a lip pencil and a makeup artist, Girl. like teaching me how to do my lips, so I don't have lip injections. And then she was like, I did this thing with this cup, and I remember her showing like what she did where. You suction the cup on your lips. It's like a... And it sucks. Yeah. Out. It, yeah. Yeah. So you suck in all the air out and it um, plumps your lips up. Mm-hmm. Well, some of these girls were doing that because they thought that that was what Kylie was doing. And ended up having like different sized lips and turning purple and like rings around their mouths oh my my god it was all kinds of like craziness and drama i remember seeing some of the pictures like like come on you have to be honest when you are getting your stuff done because people are looking to you as a role model saying i want this stuff done and not that they should be held accountable for somebody else's actions but you have to remember that these girls are going to go and try and do what you're doing yeah because some of them um, are so young that they just don't realize it mm-hmm. and don't know any better, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, it is. And, I mean, you talk about the plastic surgery, the trying to um, be that. But then also just these this waist trainer phenomenon mm. is, like, crazy to me, right? So it's like, okay, I'm not going to do surgery, but I'm going to flat tummy tee myself to death. <laughs> and corset and waist train myself to death right everything to look like that and half of these girls I remember it was like I don't even remember which ones they were but it was like some love and hip hop stars who were doing flat tummy tea and um it was like they were like pregnant at the time but like still posting these pictures and it's just Mm -hmm. like girl this stuff isn't working oh I know what it is and I have to try to find this meme y'all know me I'll look for it while Renee is talking (laughs) But this girl did this funny video because Black China was one of the people who was promoting flat tummy tea. Mm-hmm. Now, again, Black China is somebody who already obviously has a body that she got, that she purchased. Right. Or whatever. So I don't even, wouldn't even believe her, but she did it after she had her baby with Rob Kardashian. So it was like, this is how I'm losing my baby weight. Flat tummy tea. So then it came out that Rob, you know, paid for her to have some surgery or whatever. And so mm-hmm. this girl does this video <laughs> all about being mad because she like, I'd have bought all of this flat tummy tea and come to find out she had surgery. And I'm sitting up thinking, I'm going to have a body like Black China post baby. And she bought her stomach. And she's like, I'm going to find it because it is hilarious. And and that happens. I mean, that does happen. I've had two companies recently reach out to me to be a brand ambassador. One is um, not the Flat Tummy Tea, but it's a new company that is doing a coffee. Um, Mm. And they, so it's just like Flat Tummy Tea, but it's a coffee. And so the other one was for hair growth. And it's a hot chocolate or chocolate milk or something for hair growth. And so I wrote back to the lady because she reached out to me four times and I I never answered her. But then I finally wrote back and I was like, you know, thank you for considering me for your being a brand ambassador. Uh, First, I wanted to know if it was a paid opportunity because, you know, you want to use my 
my uh, audience and and have me put myself out there like that for free. Uh, no, we need to discuss some payment. Mm-hmm. Secondly, I need to get my point. Um, so secondly, the thing was is what are the um, ingredients in this? You send me something you want me to take. What are the ingredients? Has anyone had any? What are the side effects? Has anybody had any allergic reactions to it? Like, I need the breakdown. Don't be just sending me this stuff and you just expect me to go drink it. Exactly. Like, how's it going to affect me in the long run? We need to ask these questions and get the answers to them before we just start ingesting the stuff into our bodies that we don't know nothing about. Nothing. You're like, okay, I see a meme. I see an Instagram video where... Rashida Boss Chick said this works for her, so you know I'm who's already skinny, right? Girl, bye. So one of the things that happens too is that, like I said, allergic reactions. You have to be, um, you have to understand that. What are the side effects and risk in your life? Is there bleeding from the injection site, swelling and bruising? When is that going to go down? Redness and tender tenderness. What happens with that? Um, if you're going to have any type of like. Um, what is it called? Like herpes or anything like that from that from the in, getting the injection. I mean, there are a lot of risks yes. with these things, and people don't talk about that. Y'all, I found this video. <laughs> <laughs> like she's all excited now. Woo! Okay, y'all. It's the that it's that girl J Cole. So let me shout her out on Instagram at that girl J Cole. I hope it's not any profanity in this. If so, sorry. She got like this huge Ziploc bag full of flat tummy tea because she done probably bought like the 90 day supply thinking she getting black China results. So and she say her and Rob, like her and Rob friends, <laughs> her and Rob still fat. We still fat. <laughs> oh, so y'all, you can't believe the hype, can't believe the hype on social media. And you were talking about all this, this, this waist trainer stuff is... It has proven to be unhealthy to wear those um, for a long amount of time. But I was, you know, looking it up. If you type in waist training on Instagram, you get more than 500,000 results. There's also a group called the Waist Gang Society. They've got 240,000 Instagram followers. And when you search waist trainer on Amazon, you get 20,000 results. That's insane. And I'm not going to lie, but I have been guilty. I did buy one waist trainer and I did wear it in the beginning. Like they said, wear it. But then I realized, so how was like, your experience? Woo, Lord. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> the first day, let me tell you, y'all, for real. I couldn't breathe like the first week. It was like, oh, this is so uncomfortable. But then, you know, they told me it was going to be uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. I didn't do my research. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. So I am definitely guilty of that. 
and which has caused me to really now be more um, involved and active in, in asking the questions that I need to ask. Yeah. And um, I was just like, after like maybe... I think a month or so, I stopped wearing it so often because I was like, this is just not, this can't be healthy. Like, I got used to it, but it still was like, at the end of the day, I can't wait to get out this thing. So now I only, I do wear it occasionally if I'm wearing something tight fitted and I want to look snatched. So mm-hmm. I, I will wear it for that. And it's not for a long period of time. So I make sure that I'm only wearing it for a couple of hours and that's it. I mean, listen, I believe in Spanx. So, I definitely... Um, I have that too. Yeah, Spanx, things like that, I think, are um, harmless. But these waist trainers just look so uncomfortable. And they talk about these women who, like, wear them, like, so much that they've, like, done damage to their ribs. It's and, like corsets back in the day. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, so you you wouldn't do plastic surgery. No, I I never said I wouldn't do it. Okay. Because I have always said, I remember saying years ago, because I have a flat butt. Um, It's wide, (laughs) but it's flat. And so I've always said, if I can take the fat from my stomach and move it to my butt, I'd have it going on. That is a possibility. And I know that it's a possibility now. That's what they said Khloe Kardashian did. That Mm -hmm. she, like, removed the fat. Because she was, like... She was not a big woman, but bigger of the Kardashians. And I think she had, like, bigger thighs or something. And I think they said she took it from her thighs and put it in her butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I don't want to go through the recovery and all that. That's just too much drama for me. Yeah. So that's probably why I wouldn't do it. But um, I have always been one to say, man, if they could ever take the fat from my stomach and move it to my butt, yes! <laughs> like, I would be down for that. So, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it at a later age. Getting a little, like, injection here or there because I am all about like, skincare and I'm yeah. really, like, I'm very diligent, like, removing my makeup every single night. I'm very diligent on washing my face every single morning. I did not wash off my makeup last night. Oh, no. I can, I'm bad about that. Even if I fall asleep on the couch, I wake up and wash my face. Because I know that I'm going to have a breakout if I don't. Yeah. And then that's also aging you. So, I have to make sure. Oh, yes. No. Yes, ma'am. It okay. ages. So I have to make sure that I wash that off So because I don't want to have to deal with that. Like, the less I have to deal with it now, the less I have to deal with it later. Or right. the longer I have until I have to deal with it. Yeah. It's prevention. Mm-hmm. It's prevention. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely think like social media has an impact, American beauty standards, you know, the media, um, the magazines. And I think, um, it's on us as, um, women who have, um, nieces and goddaughters and, you know, cousins and young women in our community that we, um, can impact to continue to, um, educate them and to continue to empower them to have that body confidence, you know. Mm-hmm. But then also, if you do get to a certain age or decide after having a baby or whatever that you want to do something, just do it responsibly. Don't go overboard. I don't know. I guess that's my like final answer is that <laughs> I don't think it's nothing wrong with it, right? It's just that like I do think things tend to go so overboard. And I think, too, one thing I learned is that because I would, like, sometimes see certain women on, like, 
Instagram or something and be like, dang, like, I wish I had a body like that. And then I have to realize, like, oh, that ain't real. Those ain't her real boobs. That ain't her real. So it's just like, it's not even attainable or it's attainable if I purchase it. So then I'm like, or it's attainable if you airbrush it. Oh, that too. Photoshop. Mm So, um, so I think you just have to like know that like you can, you can build whatever body you want if you have the money, but just don't look at other people and think, don't allow how someone else looks online or in a magazine to make you feel bad about yourself because you have to keep in mind that they paid for that body. They paid that extra money for their Adobe prescription to have Photoshop. (laughs) (laughs) They downloaded their apps on the phone to edit those pictures and... Even my fave Beyonce, I'll be like, girl, you Photoshop that. Because, like, I, it was like some of her Instagram pictures for a while was looking so super snatched. Well, she is snatched in general, but they was looking super snatched. And then you would see, like, a random TMZ photo of her on, like, somebody's phone, and it was looking different. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're doing something with that waist area post One of these ma'am. things is not <laughs> the same. You 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 fancying it up for Instagram, but that's fine. I mean, I throw on a filter every now and then myself. So we all we're all guilty of it. But what I got a shout out to somebody <laughs> though, who I absolutely love and that I follow is uh, Miss Angela Simmons because Angela has really taken a stance to something that she's turned into a profit, which is building her body, and she has this now uh, program called Built Not Bought program. And basically, it's a mindset that whatever you desire begins with mental preparation of knowing that um, whatever will you have, you can reach your goal through hard work, determination, and perseverance. um, Shortcuts don't exist and success, it doesn't happen overnight. And so that's what people, they, they have now is this, I want it now syndrome. And so she says that mentality doesn't work. And she's like, I worked hard to get to where I am. And that's why she created the built, not bought movement. And it's really backed on the notion that you can reach your goals and your success through hard work. So shout out to her for the courage to say yes to do something like this and to say no to buying what you want and doing it that way. So check out, you know, shout out, like I said, shout out to Angela. Check out her website because it's on her AngelaIM.com website. And it's the Build Not Bought program. She's got a special going on with that where you can get workouts um, every two weeks so you can change it up. And then she's got an interactive PDF with some videos. She's got an eight-week printable calendar to keep you on track with your workouts. She's got the Built Not Bought nutrition program guides. She's got some amazing recipes for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and snack, and clean treats. Um, And she also has the customer service team to answer your questions. So um, I'm actually considering going into this and doing this um, along with some other things that I want to do. So built, not built, not bought. I love it. Yeah. So go Angela. And then one last thing I want to talk about too is how, you know, how Facebook sends you uh, the memories of, of what happened in your life at this year or that year. So in 2013, I wrote this quote and it's so appropriate for today. It says, beauty is not the image of a celebrity or model in a magazine. Beauty is the reflection of what you see in the mirror. Love yourself for who you are, not who you think you should be because you are beautiful. 
And then I wrote something, a poem, uh, several years prior to this. Uh, and this is exactly what this quote means to me. And it says, you can only be you as I can only be me. You cannot make a person love you for love comes naturally. I can only be me if I am myself, not hiding behind a mask, pretending to be. For you are who you are, and that's what God intended for you to be. As I cannot be you, and you cannot be me. Love it. There you go. Love it. All right, y'all. Well, chime in. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts on how you feel about... Um, Issues related to body confidence, self-esteem, um, photoshopping, butt injections, Brazilian, lip injections, lip injections, Brazilian butt lifts, that's the other thing. They waist get. training. Waist training. Oh, it's just too much. Botox. <laughs> I ain't had nothing. But again, I reserve my rights. And don't you all judge me. I own my body. I can do what I want. <laughs> so, uh, we want to know your thoughts and how you feel. Um, uh, do you want to be built or do you want to be bought? Mm. That I is like the question. That. Do you want your body to be built or do you want it to be bought? Um, so, you all know the drill. Follow us on social media at Beauty's Banter. If you're going to chime in on some chatter online, you can use the hashtag Beauty's Banter as well. Don't forget to, get to subscribe if this is your first time listening to us. Hey, thank you for listening. Be sure once you're done listening to go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And tell a friend too. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And um, more podcast ideas, please, ladies. We've got a few um, that we're going to work on um, next um, next time. And we look forward to doing something special, too, with our next little podcast. So you'll see our next episode will be special. And then we're going to be introducing a couple of new things, too, for the next few episodes. So, <laughs> yes, yes. Tune in. Tune in, and we will talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye.